In part one of this two-part podcast, we'll be talking about when or if you will have any problems with tax liability in Georgia if you're working remotely while either visiting or living here. We'll also talk about the 183-day tax residency rules, how they work, and what the implications are for remote workers who are staying in Georgia. In the second part, we'll be talking about tax solutions, where we will discuss all of the different options for registering a business, for paying your taxes, and all the different types of taxes that may apply to you. I'd recommend listening to the first part of this before moving on to the second, because some of the topics that we cover in the second part uh, will not be 100% clear unless you've listened to the first part. Java. This is the Timberlissy podcast covering life, travel, and more in the country of Georgia. Brought to you by foodfundtravel.com, expathub.ge, and eatthistours.com. Well, hello everyone. It's Tom from Expat Hub here again with another episode of the Tibilisi podcast. And this one, we're talking about taxes. It might not be your favorite subject, but as it affects everybody, we know it's an important one. So that's why we're here. And if we're going to answer one question, hopefully today for some people at least, uh, the question of everybody wanting lower taxes. I don't think there are many people who would like to pay higher taxes. So I'm hoping we're going to find a solution for some people at least today. Uh, and in this, in this episode, we'll cover not just some questions about the sort of liability on taxes you might have if you come to Georgia. Uh, even if you're here just for a short period, some people might have liability. So that's why it's important. Even if you're coming on vacation, you might want to listen to this. If you're going to be here for, for a month, a long vacation or digital nomad, there's lots of different types of people coming here for different amounts of time. And that is something you're going to want to know if you're going to have some tax liability while you're here and if you're going to have to deal with that or not. But one of the best things uh, about Georgia that you may have heard of already is some of the tax rates are incredibly low. There are some really nice options. They don't apply to everybody, but they do apply to some people. And that's what we're going to figure out today for you, hopefully, or at least get you on the road to figuring out if you're someone who qualifies for that. And if you're not, what you have to do about the actual tax liability you are going to have. Now, I'm here with our head of the tax department here at Expat Hub. Uh, Levan is in the studio with me. Uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, and then we can get into some Q&A as well and, and answer everyone's questions. Thank you, Tom. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, as Tom introduced, I'm a uh, head of the tax department here at Expert Hub. I've been working as a tax advisor for over half a decade now, and I have a quite extensive experience in dealing with tax matters concerning expats. So. Yeah, and uh, you were at Ernst & Young before for a few years, yes, and then yes. you came over to us to lead the tax department here. Yeah, I joined the Expert Hub team uh, over a year ago at this point, and um, yeah, I'm leading the tax department right now, and I uh, help people sort out their tax issues. Yeah, and uh, I think we just hit 1,000 consultations you've done with us yeah, <laughs> just in the, in the last week or so. That's so amazing, yeah. By the time this podcast goes out, it will be significantly more already. Yep, yep. Uh, lots and lots of people that we've been helping with our taxes since then. For sure, and I'm always happy to help. Fantastic. Uh, so, just uh, a quick introduction of the, the main way we're going to break this episode down, because uh, we like it to be a nice, fun, and, and casual chat as well. But we also want to make sure that everyone listening gets the maximum amount of information and that it's in a nice structured format so everyone can get good takeaways and, and have a good understanding and ideas for themselves when they walk away from listening to this. So I've broken it down into two sections. We've got two sort of main factors, uh, main areas that we're going to be talking about. The first one is uh, tax liability in general. Uh, are you going to have it if you come to Georgia? Are you going to have it? When are you going to have it? What do you need to know about it? 
And uh, also, can you work here legally? Is that something you could do? We're going to explain uh, the options for that. Uh, so essentially, for anyone who's coming here, this is the part you definitely need to know. And then the second part of the episode is for people who realize at that point that they probably want to stay here and they want to maybe take advantage of the tax system here rather than just try to avoid the taxes while they're here. Or, well, uh, you know, do your best. But um, we're going to let you know what the legal options are. And, and for that second part of the show, for people who are definitely considering being here for any period of time or who realize from the per- first part of the episode that they do have tax liability, then in that second part, you're going to know what you need to do about it. So that's our quick summary. And in this episode, uh, I mean, I consult from Expert Hub as well on taxes. But in this episode, Levan is our expert and I'm playing devil's advocate and trying to ask him all the questions that people are going to want to know. So uh, one quick thing before we get started, actually, uh, going to note that for 95 countries around the world, which probably involves most of the people listening to this show, I think, maybe not everyone, uh, you get 365 days on arrival. So we're going to answer a quick question here and you can live and work without limitation. So if you want to come here and open a business or you need to work for your employer remotely from Georgia, you can do it. Uh, There's nothing illegal about it, but the tax liability, of course, is the side that we're going to figure out for you today. Uh, No extra visas are needed for people from those countries, and you can look up on our website and uh, just do a Google search to find out which countries they are. But of course, they include the USA, UK, EU countries, and uh, Australia, and a few other uh, main English-speaking countries that are probably going to be listening to this show. All right. So... Enough of me just uh, talking away. I'm going to start asking some questions. Let's move into section one, tax liability and the 183-day rule. I think we should start from the absolute basics because some people won't know that much uh, about Georgia at all. Uh, Might not have done that much research yet, but a lot of people might be coming here to work remotely. They're going to be working on a laptop. They're not necessarily going to be selling to the Georgian market. But what is the, the basic first thing that we should probably cover is that Georgia has a territorial tax system. I think this is something that not everyone understands because a lot of countries don't have this. So maybe you could give us the sort of the, the basics on, on what a territorial tax system means. Sure, sure. Let's break that down. So uh, a more accurate summation of the Georgian tax system would be that it's mostly territorial. It's not entirely territorial, and this is one of the more common pitfalls that a lot of people tend to fall into because they think that all types of incomes uh, get taxed territorial, which is not true, and we're going to be discussing that shortly. Uh, But the territorial taxation of Georgia is quite, yeah, you're right, it's quite unique. Uh, Not a lot of countries enjoy this type of regime, and I say enjoy because it is, it ends up being a very beneficial mode of taxation for a lot of individuals. And in this section, uh, I guess we're going to, going to be mostly talking about individual taxation because that's where everything starts. Like that's the, that's the f- uh, foundation for in- income taxation in general. So uh, let's uh, sort of divide this into three parts. Let's talk about independent income meaning freelancing or other sort of uh, business income of an individual, if you will, employment income or salary income, if you will, and passive income, because all these three major types of incomes for individuals have slightly different uh, approaches when it comes to taxes. Uh, We should probably clarify for those who don't know the technical term with passive income, we're not talking about if you're an affiliate marketer and your website makes passive income. What we're talking about is things like royalties. Royalties, uh, dividends, interest, rental income, and uh, yeah, things of that nature. Things that you don't actually perform any activity to, to get. 
Yes. Whereas on your website, if you set up the website and you you get everything done and you're putting links on every day to get passive income from that, that's not the type that's of passive income we're talking about. Exactly. That's business income. Yes. So let's cover the the salary uh, income taxation first, because I assume a lot of people are going to want to know about how salary income is treated in Georgia. A lot of people just yeah. visit Georgia from time to time. They continue to work for their foreign employers. And this is a very common issue that a lot of people run into. They don't think that they need to pay taxes in Georgia, right? Georgian taxation approach to uh, employment is, uh, I would not say it's entirely unique, but it's kind of peculiar. So in terms of salary taxation, our approach is, is pretty much purely territorial. Obviously, things get complicated when we talk about double taxation and places of residency for expats, and that's another topic entirely. But if we break this issue down purely from a standpoint of a Georgian tax code and Georgian tax rules, it's very simple. If you spend time in Georgia working, regardless of who you work for, who your employer is, where they're based out of, where they're registered, the salary income corresponding to the amount of time you spend here while working is taxable at a standard rate of 20%, right? That's the general rule. So to to illustrate this with an example, if you come to Georgia for for three months and work from, well, residing in Georgia for three months, the salary income that you generate in those three months will be taxable, right? Since uh, the standard tax applies in this case, you you would uh, be liable to file for that tax annually, and that's sort of the administrative aspect of this. And I guess we're going to touch upon that later on as well. But uh, the salary income that the tax is going to be due on is going to be only the portion of your annual salary that is uh, corresponding to the amount of time you spend in Georgia. Now, there are exceptions from this. Let's talk about, firstly, let's talk about the most basic exception that you can find in the tax code itself, right? So if you are an individual who works for a foreign enterprise or organization, and if you spend less than 30 days in a calendar year in Georgia, okay, salary income uh, generated throughout these, you know, period, which is less than 30 days, will now be taxable. If you exceed that threshold, your income will be taxed, okay, including those 30 days, right? So that's, that's sort of the prerequisite to get the tax exemption. Outside of that, as per Georgian tax provisions, you are taxable. You are taxable on your salary income. Now, another exception from this is the double tax treaties, which is where things get a little complicated. But in most cases, we can safely say that if a treaty provision applies, you're not going to owe taxes in Georgia on your salary unless you spend more than 183 days in Georgia, which commences or ends in the concerned period, which typically is a tax year, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, this might be a little confusing. Obviously, this is like, uh, obviously, the provisions of the treaties vary from from one treaty to uh, the other because, you know, treaties are kind of unique. Uh, They have a set of uniform rules, but, you know, some of them are modified to fit the specific country's needs. Uh, but yeah, overall, you know, if you don't spend more than six months here and if the treaty applies, you're not going to owe any taxes in Georgia. Outside of these two exceptions, again, as we named one, one exception is based on the tax code, the 30 day exception, and the other is potentially based on the double tax treaty. There's no other exception 
uh, or exemption, if you will. Yeah, you... uh, double tax treaties get pretty complicated and we're of not going to be able to go into any depth on them today. But I mean, the summary sort of is if you are from a country that has a double tax treaty with Georgia and providing that that country um, has a rule that says, for example, a, a common example would be, well, you spent 183 days in your home country or you're a tax resident of your home country and you didn't spend 183 days in Georgia and you continue to pay tax in your home country, then most likely there's not going to be any tax liability for those employees of a foreign enterprise or, or for uh, even for self-employed people, for that matter, if your business is registered in that foreign country as well, I assume. That is, yeah. Yeah, that normally. Is, that's yeah. the typical case. We can't speak for every case. Of course, of course. Yeah. There, there are going to be some unique cases that need to be dealt with and uh, assessed individually, obviously. But uh, overall, that's, that's what the employment taxation looks like. Now, before we move on to other topics, it's, I, I guess it's, it's uh, worth mentioning or it's worth dispelling uh, the, the misconception about foreign source income and uh, taxation of foreign source income because that, that misconception is, you know, it's uh, pretty widespread, so to speak. A lot of people think that your, if your income is foreign sourced, it, it, it's not taxable. They're technically right because foreign source income is not taxable in Georgia, right? But we need to be careful with how we define foreign source income. Now, this is uh, oftentimes this problem arises with exactly with employees of foreign enterprises. And these people think that since the, the pay source of payment of their salaries outside of Georgia, their tax uh, is not due in Georgia. They, they're, they're not liable for taxes, which is wrong. Right. And that's going to be, I guess, the most crucial point of uh, when we talk about individual taxation. The most the central point of this discussion is what constitutes foreign source income, what constitutes Georgian source income, and how the tax liability, uh, you know, what the tax tax liability of uh, any any given in any given situation ends up being for an individual, right? So, in this regard, as we've established, uh, employment carried out in the territory of Georgia physically results in Georgian source income, right? Because we've established that it's a taxable type of income. Now, we talked about the second type of incomes is passive income, quote-unquote, right? In this regard, uh, the taxation system is still remains pretty territorial. Let's talk about the very uh, simple case of dividends, right? Let's say a, an individual's own shares in a foreign enterprise. For example, and then then let's discuss another example where such individual owns shares in a Georgian enterprise, right? In both cases, this person is generating passive income from holding shares in an enterprise. Uh, when the profits are distributed from the company in a dividend form, they receive this. the The, the individual that is receives this, uh, uh, you know, as, as as their personal income. And if the shares are in a foreign enterprise, such dividends are not taxed. Okay, when we talk about passive income, that's one of the more truest forms of foreign source income, as long as the income is coming from outside of Georgia, right? If you have interest or royalty paid by a non-resident person having no presence in Georgia, or if you have dividends stemming from shares held in a foreign enterprise, such incomes are generally deemed as foreign sourced and are not taxable. 
And as a sort as as opposed to that, obviously, if the source of these payments are stemming from Georgia, they are taxable. In most cases, the taxes would be withheld, which is a again the the more complicated administrative part of this discussion. But regardless of how they are administered, they are owed in Georgia. Again, if you have a resident person who's paying you loan interest, right? That's taxable in Georgia. If you have a shares in a resident enterprise and getting paid in dividends, that's taxable in Georgia. This is one of the, I would say this is one of the major attractions of the Georgian tax systems, which mm. which is that essentially you can invest in foreign assets, get proceeds from those assets, from owning them or, uh, you know, not, you know, not doing anything with them actively, so to speak, just holding them. And the, those types of incomes would now be taxed in Georgia. And if you manage to secure your residency, and if you manage to secure Georgia as your tax base, you can effectively reach a point where you do not owe any taxes on those types of incomes, which yeah. is pretty damn good. That, that is a huge benefit. So yeah, for people who have sort of investments or, or uh, shares in companies, it's, it's a big thing. Uh, the zero zero percent tax on that effectively, but I mean to summarize the uh, the foreign sourced income debate because it is one we've got a whole article on the Expert Hub website about this. It 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 can be considered a little bit complicated. Uh, there's definitely nuances to it that we might not be able to cover everything today. But in general, if you are sitting in Georgia working on a laptop remotely, you that is not foreign source income just because your business that you're doing is outside Georgia, or the remittance is outside Georgia, or the person paying you is outside Georgia. That is not foreign source income. But what Levan described as a real passive income, genuine passive income from shares, etc., that is normally considered. And that is exactly source. where we approach the third type of income. Yeah. Right? This is where most people trip up, right? Most people tend to make a mistake, which is active income, independent income for from independent agency, freelancing. Obviously, this is a big thing with expats in Georgia. And just providing independent services to to internationally in general. Entrepreneurial right? activity yeah. in general is, is yeah. yeah. Again, we have to stress this once again. Just because you're receiving a payment from a foreign source does not mean that for tax purposes your income will be treated as foreign sourced. Obviously, uh, with most of these types of incomes, there are a whole slew of beneficial tax regimes, which we'll move on to discussing. Uh, uh, shortly here, but you need to know that if you're actively working while residing in Georgia, uh, regardless of who you work for, you're most likely going to be taxable. To give you a sort of a sort of a short breakdown of the official rule, I won't go into the, the legal details. I won't. I won't. You know. I won't uh, start speaking legalese here, but. Basically, if you're providing your services as a Georgian resident individual, uh, residency is something that we're going to cover shortly as well. Tax residency Tax is what residency, you're... Tax residency, yes. Yeah, not legal residency, just to be clear. Thank yeah. you for the clarification. Tax residency is what I mean. Generally speaking, if you're a tax resident and provide services to a non-resident recipient, you the income from that activity shall be treated as Georgian sourced. Even if you're not a resident of Georgia, let's say you come to Georgia for a brief period of time, uh, let's say, you know, there are no special provisions apply, you just stay here for several months and you work while residing here. 
that is still deemed, there's a very, very, very high likelihood that income from such activity will be deemed as Georgian sourced because you resided in Georgia and conducted your business activity, right? So it's a, it, it, to, to sort of understand it, to sort of summarize all of this in, in simple terms, whenever your income is coming from outside of Georgia, if it's passive, it shall generally go tax-free. If it's active, it will most likely be taxable. Yeah. And this one is, important clarification with this as well is that we talked about shares and receiving shares, but if you're actively managing that company, course. but then receiving shares as well, of course. it would look like, of course, you're actively receiving money, yeah, not the passively receiving money. Dividends would still be passive because dividends are always passive, right? Dividends would still go tax-free, but then you may expose your own company, the foreign company that is, which you're managing or doing business for, to corporate taxation, which is a really complicated matter. And for anyone who's doing that, even if it's a single-member company that you've registered somewhere, it's it's worth looking into. It's it's worth uh, having a discussion over that with a professional to determine where your exact tax liabilities may lie. Yeah, I think, I mean, the issue is always so complicated and the range of cases that we have with different people coming to us with different situations from so many countries around the world, we definitely can't give a definitive answer on any of these. So if you are in a situation where you're actively going to do work whilst you're in Georgia, that's the time you should seek uh, extra advice that's tailored to you personally. That's so right. that's definitely a good time. Um, we should start moving on to the next uh, part of this, I think. Um, the 183-day rule, maybe let's move on to that because uh, this is also a point where once you've hit 183 days, you're definitely more concerned about asking for tax advice. Whereas before that, perhaps... Uh, there is some tax liability, but maybe the risk is different. So maybe we can discuss the difference between before and after 183 days and how the rule works. Yes. So the general rule is that if you spend an aggregate amount of 183 days, which is essentially a day over six months, right, in a continuous rolling 12-month period in Georgia, you automatically trigger tax residency. I, I believe this is an important point that we should also clarify. You don't apply for tax residency. It happens on its own right? Trust us, the Revenue Service knows when you're here and when you're spending time here. They, they have, have access, access to, to your passport records. Exactly. So yeah. they, they're going to know. Uh, I mean, it's not like someone's sitting out there actively monitoring your whereabouts, but I mean, it's, it's just recorded in the database. If you, if you accumulate over 183 days in a 12-month period, the year, the calendar year in which that period ends will be deemed as the year of your tax residency for that entire year, right? So when, when we're talking about triggering tax residency, it's, it could be triggered in any continuous 12-month period, but once it's triggered, your status, the tax residency status, applies to a calendar year. Why? Because a calendar year is a tax year in Georgia, right? Yeah. So this is, I would say, this is probably the most important consideration for the third type of income that we're talking about earlier, which is active business income, right? If you trigger tax residency in Georgia, and let's say you're a freelancer, which is a very common scenario, you owe taxes, okay? Uh, from, from the point of triggering residency, even if you leave the country, let, let's dis discuss a very specific example, right? Let's say you come to Georgia in a September of any given year, uh, which would mean that some if, if you stay here without leaving the country, by March, early March of the year following that year, you would be a tax resident for that entire year, 
Yeah, the year that March is in, not yeah. the year that you arrived not, in. Yes, exactly. And that's the part which trips people up. Yeah, even if you leave after March, you're still a tax resident of Georgia for the entire year, which means that you will owe taxes on income that you receive from freelancing, for instance, right? And obviously, there are exceptions to this as well. Again, the double tax treaties, but sometimes they don't apply. You know, sometimes uh, there there is no treaty, as as uh, uh, Georgia has treaty oh. with like fifty five countries. But yeah, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, USA, USA Canada. Yeah. yeah, we don't. We don't. Uh, but UK and EU countries, we do. So that yes. makes things easier for people from those countries. Yeah. But, but before we move on, uh, one other question about the one hundred eighty three day rule that comes up a lot is relating to, well, once I've got the status, do I keep the status forever? When do I lose the status? And it can be a bit confusing. So our example, say, is that in 2022, you spend six months here, then uh, by the end of the year, you're a tax resident. And then in January 2023, you leave and go, great, I'm a tax resident for this year as well, surely, or, you know, forever. When when am I going to lose that tax residency? So how does that work? Yeah, well, I mean, the simple answer to that is no, you don't get to be a tax resident of Georgia indefinitely after triggering it. Uh, the tax residency is triggered in the context of a single calendar year, right? So if you spend 183 days in Georgia and you trigger tax residency for uh, any given year, you need to spend another set of 183 days to trigger tax residency for another year. If you don't do that, you basically lose tax residency. And what this means, again, to go back to the basic example that we were talking about, we'll say freelancers, right? What that means is if you're not in Georgia physically, and if you're not a tax resident either, you're not taxable in Georgia, right? Which at a surface level sounds good, like, oh, then I don't owe any tax. Well, no. If, if you go somewhere else or, I mean, there, there's all sorts of problems that could come from this, right? You may relocate to another country which could claim tax residence and you might not find the tax rules of that country to be as nearly as favorable as Georgia's. Or in some cases, if you choose to be uh, just a you know, perpetual traveler, I guess, there are risks that some country is going to have an issue with that. Most in most scenarios, it's your home country. Yeah, but essentially, is, I mean, your tax residency will automatically revert back to there, even if it you could didn't go home. It could. It could certainly depending could. on the country you're from. Depending on the country, but of places course. like Germany, the UK, Australia for sure. Australia is really complicated. I don't think we'll get time to talk about that. Uh, USA, of course, is really complicated. You're going to have to file a tax return wherever you live. Uh, but there are other things we'll talk about later that might be useful. Uh, but yeah, the, you are in that situation that you won't even necessarily realize and you won't even necessarily get a notice from them telling you, but you might find in like five years time, they go, so hang on, where did you pay taxes in 2023? Oh, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, guess what? You were due to pay them here and now you've got back taxes and fines to pay. That so, would be pretty bad. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, if you don't want to find yourself in that situation, it's always advisable to make sure that you secured your residency somewhere, right? Yeah. This would be the general advice. Um, obviously, you know, there are some specific cases and scenarios. There are exception. There are an exception from this, but in most cases, I would say this is a advisable thing to do. Um, I think we've covered a large portion of the, the risk side of things, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for people figuring out if they have something to be concerned about or not. I think we've done pretty well on that. Is there anything else before we move on to section two of the podcast that you think might be useful to discuss? Right. So some people have, might have realized while listening to this podcast up until this point that, well, they might owe some taxes in Georgia. Well, you don't need to panic. You can always back, I mean, 
file your back tax, I mean, incomes, and obviously back taxes will be applicable. And it might not be the most favorable tax regime that you're going to get in that instance. And obviously, if you've missed your filing deadlines, if you missed your payment deadlines, there are going to be some penalties. But it's also notable that it, the Georgian legislation uh, also prescribes a specific rule for potentially forgiving the penalties. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a sort of a discretionary power of the tax authorities. You may need to ask for it, sort of, but uh, at the end of the day, if you uh, made an honest mistake of not filing on time uh, and not paying the tax on time, there is a good possibility that the only thing that you're going to owe in the, in the end is just the principal amount of back tax. So, And also there's a, an extra bonus here. You might have accidentally, inadvertently become a tax resident and you might find out that the taxes you owe, even with penalties, are lower than the taxes you owe in the country where you sure. were going to pay them. And then you can send off your Georgian tax residence certificate to your authorities. You can claim a tax refund. And we've actually had quite a few clients. Once we've helped them on the Georgian side, they've gone to their tax authority and they have got all of their taxes back for the whole year. And they've gone, well, actually, even with the penalties on the Georgian side, I'm paying less. Yeah. Uh, of course, the one unfortunate part might be if you did qualify for, say, the 1% tax rate that we're going to talk about in the next section, uh, you won't qualify for that retroactively. So you're probably going to end up paying 20% tax on that income and maybe some penalties on top. But one way or the other, you may actually be in a better situation. So yeah, it's best not to panic. It's best to get the correct advice, uh, both from the Georgian side and from your home country side where you are currently paying tax and to figure out what you should do about it. And then, yeah, you're going to have more tailored advice depending on what's actually happened and how far you are through the process. Uh, Of course, we have people coming to us who haven't paid taxes in Georgia for 10 years living here because they thought, well, I just keep paying tax in the US. Why why do I need to pay in Georgia? Uh, And they don't realize that that doesn't work quite like that. And then other people who come here after arriving a month and said, I worked on my laptop for a month. What am I going to (laughs) do? Like, it's fine. It's fine. We can sort this out very quickly and you're hardly going to have anything to worry about at all. So, yeah, definitely lots of different scenarios that happen here and not something to get too flustered about. Just something to be aware of so that you can work on fixing it as quickly as possible. All right. All right. So, yeah, those are the risks. And uh, just as a very quick summary, just to go over what we talked about. As we said, if you're actually actively working from the country of Georgia and you're, you're logging in daily or even weekly or monthly to perform work that earns you money, you probably have some sort of tax liability and it's something to get uh, checked out. If you're an employee and you're here less than 30 days out of a tax year, then you almost certainly have nothing to worry about and you can have your vacation and, and leave without, without any problem. So nothing to be concerned about with that. If you're here longer, then again, it's something that you should check out. And also with the 183-day rule, Sometimes you're liable before 183 days, sometimes you might not be, but definitely better to get sorted out. Uh, if you plan to be here more than 183 days, absolutely important to sort out what your strategy is going to be for your taxes. And we're going to talk about those strategies in the next section of the show. So that's it for the first part of this two-part series on taxes for remote workers in Georgia. If you did figure out that you are actually going to be tax liable during your time here in Georgia, then you're going to want to listen to the second part where we talk about your options for reducing your taxes or at least making sure your taxes are fully legal. Uh, If you don't think you're going to be tax liable, but maybe you are actually considering relocating here in the future because it sounds like uh, getting the 1% tax rate or any of the other special tax rates that you can get here might be something you're excited about, then why not listen to the second part too and you can find out what those are. As always, for more information, please go to expathub.ge. And you can find lots of articles there about taxes, about relocation, and lots of other things. You can also 
hook up with one of our advisors by getting a consultation. You can book that through our website. We have some free consultations. We have some paid consultations, depending on who you want to speak to. But either way, someone from our team can help. Just jump on the website and there'll be more information about the next stages of doing that. And as always, thanks for listening to the Tbilisi podcast. The next episode is either out already or is coming out very soon. So look out for part two of this. And I'll be back there with Levan for the rest of this interview. Thanks for listening to the Tbilisi podcast. Connect with us at foodfundtravel.com slash Tbilisi podcast, where you can find all relevant social media links, join our email newsletter, and discover more about travel, tours, and expat services in Georgia. This show was brought to you by foodfundtravel.com, expathub.ge, and eatthistours.com.